Welcome to Dream Deep. Stories from inside with Molly and Nikki. Together we share stories, interviews, and ideas about what it means to dream deep and live fully. I'm Molly, a mama to three, a wife and owner of a small business in Virginia, Molly Suzanne, a photography company recently expanding to do custom coloring books and acrylic paintings. I'm Nikki Weaver, an artist, a healer, mover, maker, mama to two, wife to one, and currently building work with incarcerated women and women on the outside through a nonprofit called On the Inside, living in Portland, Oregon. We're back. (laughs) Part two of our relationship discoveries. Yes. Always learning. learning. True. I was just saying to Molly, I think I have a little bit of the Monday blues, but it's not actually Monday. It's Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) So So bear bear with me as I put my brain and my body back together for this week. But uh, this is probably a great conversation to be having then to just like really think about relationships and come back to what you were just mentioning Molly of like the ones we choose the one we're born into and then I'd also just throw in there our relationship with self because at least for me today that's something I'm like okay Nikki get it together do your bookkeeping get to the office (laughs) like stand up straight (laughs) I'm, I'm I'm navigating my relationship with myself to like sort of shift my mind state so I might show up more mindfully in the rest of my day so yeah, it's a good place that's to start. A, that's, yeah, I was going to say that's an interesting concept is um, when you think of relationships, you don't always really think about the relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I know we touched on that a little bit um, last week. And one thing that I've really been working on is just uh, self-love. And and also, you know, I would say I'm definitely with relationships. I am like all in, you know, mm-hmm. Um and I give a lot in my relationships. And I guess I was just thinking a little bit on like, how can I treat myself like I would treat a really good friend? Yeah. You know? And like, mm-hmm. how would I respond to a really good friend if you're going through something that I'm going through or Nikki, what you're going, anything you go through in life. And that's kind of a cool concept. But I think what we want to, you know, speak about today is, is just like Nikki said, you know, what are the relationships that we are drawn to and that we choose? And then, and then the one versus the ones we were born into and what are the similarities? What are the differences? What do we like? What do we not like? What did we take away from? Cause I mean, of course, you know, the, the relationships and, and the people you were, you were born into, you don't have a choice at, until you're 18. So you are very influenced on those relationships. So um, Nikki, I would love to hear What's, what's the differences? What's the similarities? Yeah, ah, good question. Good thing to ponder. I hope if you're listening, you're pondering the same, maybe on like one hand, the ones you were born into, parents, siblings, aunts, uncles, uh, ancestors, grandparents, and then maybe the ones you choose. And, and I would say the ones you choose are probably the first people that come to mind um, or on your other hand, uh, the ones that you've found, you've cultivated, um, that you continue to show up for. 
You know, uh, so, so just one thing, when I think about how do I choose relationships, I'm about to turn 39. And uh, I think relationships, losing my mom as a 10-year-old as a was really, I think, when I began starting to think about how do I choose relationships? Who are my people? Yeah. And that's a question I ask a lot. Who are my people? How do I find them? And then once I find them, I'm incredibly loyal. Um, <laughs> you're my friend, Molly. We've become good friends really through this and you know, through just the, a curiosity of wanting to know and learn more about each other. Yeah. But in, in choosing relationships, I really think about the word reciprocity. Um, mm -hmm. I, lo I love that word and it, it has to be both. You know, I reach out, you reach out. I reach out, you reach out. It's like the seesaw um, in the playground. And then it has to go up and down and you, you're down and I'm up and, and I'm down and you're up and, and we come together in that way. So those are the relationships that I choose because um, I, I'm interested in following up with people. How was your birthday? How was it when you had to sit with your family? How was it when you went on that hike? I want to I wanna know about those things because those are the things that make a life worth living. So for me, it doesn't matter location, whether you live next door or you live across the country or across the world. But if there's a reciprocity with somebody, um, then I feel in deep connection. And I think connection is really where belonging, trust, loyalty, um, risk in sharing something uh, begin to show up. And, and in all of that is also the accountability. That's a, like another word I put into relationship accountability. I do something and, and I hurt you. I forgot your birthday. I want to apologize. I, I said I was going to do this podcast and I, I wasn't there and I forgot you, you know, th that I also need accountability from relationships. I choose the willingness to say, I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm going to try better. I'm going to do human. better. Huh? Because we're humans. Because we're human. Because we're human. And, and that, that if you're in a relationship that you're choosing, even the ones you're born into, then forgiveness is a part of that. This is, um, you're hearing a knock, knock, <laughs> knock, if you're listening. And I think there's like a bunch of work happening right above my desk in the office oh, upstairs. Good. We can just think, just background music. It's all right. This, this is God life. knocking on your door. He's responding to what you're saying. He's agreeing with you. He's asking to be let in. So if your heart is closed, now is the time to open the door. <laughs> What about, what about you, Molly? And I'll, I'll mute myself a little bit just while you share. Yeah. So, um, I would say as far as, um, you know, the ones that we choose is where I'm kind of going first. And cause you did too, Nikki. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things that I learned in my faith growing up is, um, that agape love, that unconditional love, which means no matter what anyone does that is my friend, you know, um, within reason, <laughs> I mean, it is unconditional, but like, I think of some of my relationships right now, well, my marriage is one that's like, you know, there's a fine line there where somebody can like, you do talk about recipro reciprocity. Yeah. yeah. Reciprocity. I like that big word. Um, but I think about that, I mean, that is also very important. Um, but 
because so you know there's boundaries i would say within this but but i would say you know being human beings means we're gonna fail we're gonna mess up um and and i've had some friends that i've really hurt in the past when i've been really low and they have been like you know what nothing that you do will make me not be your friend or be here for you and that has been huge and then also just having a friend that can be authentic and be like you hurt me or you lied about this and that was really hurtful but you know what I still love you and I still accept you and I want to know why you felt like you needed to be dishonest because in in my family you know speaking of the ones you were born into um my parents were always very um, kind and loving, but there was definitely a, um, you smile and you put on a, you put on sort of a, a front and this could be hurtful to some people in the Mennonite community, but that's the truth. It's just, that was sort of um, that you talk about things at home and you don't mm-hmm. talk about things a whole lot, um, you know, outside of that and with your friends and which to me, I guess there, that's where there was that disconnect. I always just felt like, you know, there's a smiling face and there's a perfection, but, but nothing ever seems wrong. And, and that just always felt very fake and um, not authentic. So now I just feel like in my relationships, I really value um, that authenticity and that honesty and then that makes me want to be honest with them. When they tell me things, my friends open up to me and they're like, this is <clears throat> something I'm going through, but, but you know what? It's, um, I'm learning through it. I'm growing. And this is something I've never told anybody. There's a lot of people that, you know, will share that. And that's really, really amazing to me because they feel safe telling me these things. And then it goes back, it goes back and forth. Like you talk about Nikki, it's like, then I feel safe to talk to them about things. And, um, and, and so just, you know, that authenticity, being honest when it hurts, even loyal, forgiving, these are all things I wrote down and totally real um, and respect each other's differences. You know, we're going through such a hard time in our world today where it's so, it seems so black and white, like either you believe in this or you don't, you believe in this or you don't, you're either a liberal or you're you know, Republican, and it's so, you know, one, one way or the other, and maybe not everybody's like that, but it just feels like we're all, there's this separateness. And it's like, what, how can we come together and appreciate that, like, I might have a slightly different viewpoint than you, Nikki, but like, I can still love you and like, hear your side and be like, wow, I never thought of that. I think that's how we learn and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's yeah. kind of, yeah. Right on. You know, I, I think that, you know, I just want to like affirm what you say, Molly, is that I think difference is what brings us together. And, and difference is, I mean, I think that's what brought us together. Oh, different backgrounds, different families, curiosity to like learn and try and understand how we've come to be who we are and, um, and who we're growing into because we're always changing. Yeah. I think if we're willing to, we're always changing. Hopefully everyone is changing all yeah. the time. And, you know, change, change is a word that I think goes hand in hand with relationship because sometimes we want it and sometimes we're forced upon it. Yeah. Somebody leaves us. Somebody stops calling us. Um, We want a friendship with somebody, but they don't want one with us. And, 
you know, I relate to what you say too, of like hurting people in the past, friends and family members. And, um, hoping that I've been accountable for that, you know, in saying like, Hey, I'm sorry, you know what, I'm going to try and do better. And what I said was my truth. And and I'm sorry if that like shut this relationship down. Um, and, and learning what those boundaries are of like, ah, I need to say less to this person because when I say too much, or when I speak my truth, they actually step back. Mm. Um, and I think that that comes hand in hand with like the ones we choose, the ones we're born into, I've learned enough at this point of like in my friend's circle, the chosen relationships, I know who I can speak truth to, right? And and who actually is listening and not looking at their phone and who's actually picking up the phone or texting back or asking me the deep questions. Did you get the job? Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, and who, who, who remembers those things. And then with, with uh, relationships I've been born into family members, you know, you have a history, whether you like it or not, with each person um, for different reasons, whether you've been super close to them and lived next door, or whether they, you, my father lives in another country, but, but it takes two, just like that seesaw image to kind of go back and forth and choose the relationship. And so I think the ones I'm born into, things that I wrote sort of down as you were sharing, Molly, that were brought into my subconscious were Catholicism, you know, I was raised Catholic, but my parents were raised as Scientologists. And so, you know, really different ways of thinking about the world and being in it. Yeah. And, and that sure, religion, faith, God was a part of our upbringing, but it was also something that I like really pushed back against a system that told me when to drop to my knees, when to stand up, when to open my mouth, when to sing. Um, that that didn't, it never resonated as something that was coming from me. It was something that I was told to do. And I think finding my way towards spirit, towards God had to come from me. And it didn't come till years later. Um, and, and, you know, relationships, the ones we're born into are also circumstantial. You know, some of us were born with a lot of privilege and some of us weren't. And, uh, you know, I, I had two parents for a while and then I had a single mom raising me that could barely make ends meet. And, you know, I, I loved our time together. And also she died when I was 10. So there's a part of me that believes I like have this really strong image memory of her. And then at almost 39, there's a part of me that's like, maybe I made that all up. Maybe she wasn't this fabulous person because memory is a fickle thing. Just like we change our memory changes. And most of us hold on to memories that are really positive, not the ones that were really, really awful or icky or sticky, you know? So So there's part of that that I think about of like the relationships I was born into, um, how much time do I spend on them and how invested am I in getting to know those people and their stories too. And I think about that, you know, with my dad, with my uncle, cousins, I've definitely gotten um, more to a place where I'm interested to learn about how they were raised, what happened to their family members, why don't they talk about the things that are hard? Oh, if they are talking about them, then tell me more. Um, Are they close to their sibling or do they not talk? Like all of those things have been, um, you know, pieces of my puzzle that I think I'm I've got the pieces on the table and some of them stick together and some of them are hanging off the edges. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So that's it. Uh, And, and, you know, the ones we're born into, whether we like it or not, those are bloodlines history. And, you know, sometimes I hear people say, Oh, 
I never want to be like my mom or like, I hope I'm not like my dad or, you know, man, I have my grandfather's eyes or butt or whatever it is that, that our history also, the family we were born into, it informs so much of how we are today. And then we have the ability to make change or not to recognize like, wow, there's a pattern of disassociation, blah, 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 blah. There's a pattern of rage in my family. When people get hurt, they just hang up and they swear and they blah, blah, blah. How am I going to, how am I going to be different? Like, how am I going to do that work on my ancestral lines so that my kids, my kids don't inherit that? And am I, and am I, am I going to be brave enough or willing enough to talk to them about, Hey, so-and-so took their life because blah, 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 blah. And I'm working on trying to understand why that happened, that this person was unable to speak their truth and instead Mm -hmm. thought that ending their life was the answer. You know, here's what I know. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are like really deep, uh, you know, I call it like ancestral healing, really deep pieces of, um, I think, writing ourselves forward in a sense, Molly, so that we better ourselves so that our children, since we both have them, can also better themselves as they walk forward. Yeah. Wow. Well, <clears throat> I, I think that I I really love what you said, you know, and, and I think about just when the last thing you said about somebody that would take their own life and not feel like they had enough courage to speak out and to really be able to speak their truth and and what they're going through. And, you know, I think one of the biggest things that I want to teach the kids just to have a voice um, Mm -hmm. and to really, you know, whatever your truth might be and, and the courage to say, you know what, this is, this might've been the family that I was born into, but this is what I choose as far as going forward, whether it's like it or not whether there are things that you take from your upbringing and the people that you were born into and you use some of those things, but then also change some things too that you, that you don't really see eye to eye on. And not that it's necessarily a bad thing, but maybe it just doesn't work for your life and who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, because I would say that I'm definitely very different from some of my family members, <laughs> but not in a bad way, just different. You know, yeah. um, I'm a yeah. little more outspoken. I'm a little more to just, um, my viewpoints are a little different. Um, there's a lot of similarities, but then there's also some some things that, that I, um, when I look at the relationships that I have now, um, aside from my family, there's, there's definitely some, um, there's definitely some differences. <laughs> Um, And I think that it's what we speak about with just being authentic and real and honest and not being ashamed, not being afraid of hurting someone's feelings. And, um, and, and when I, when I am in a relationship, whether it be a male or female um, outside of my family, and I, I just say, you know, Hey, this is what I'm going through. And this is actually probably TMI, or this is probably maybe too much for you to hear, but this is, this is, you know, whatever it might be. Um, this is sort of what I'm going through and this is how I'm feeling or this is what I'm thinking about those things. And, and it is amazing how people, when it's, you're being raw and being completely like laying it all on the table and, and not being afraid to just sort of share everything. It is amazing how people respond to that. 
And that's what I think has given me courage moving forward because I would say even where I was when I was like first married, say I was 21 years old and where I am today at almost 37, um, I'm in a completely different place and, and being able to say, you know, it was, it was really hard for me to be able to speak truth, um, to my family or to friends or to anyone. And I'm finally getting to the point where I really can be like, this doesn't feel right, or this is not what I need right now, or this is what I need or reaching out to people that, you know, are really meaningful to me, um, that I didn't used to be able to do. And I hope that I can pass that along to my kids and, Mm -hmm show them how powerful it can be to be authentic and to be real. And, and then Nikki, I think like you speak of, then you get that back. And when you don't get that back, I think that you feel and sense that like, maybe this isn't my person. Maybe this is not a relationship that I want to cultivate. Mm -hmm. Well, exactly. And, and what it makes me think of Molly with this idea that, um, you know, cho- choosing our relationships, our, our chosen family. Some people use that phrase, or, this is my chosen family, that sometimes it's easier for myself, I know, and, and maybe some of you listening, to feel judgment from family members, you know, um, or, or comparison, like there's comparison. Oh, well, this person does this and I don't do that. And like, yeah. huh, maybe, maybe I should, that those two words often come up, I think sometimes with family, there's yeah. that knock, knock, knocking that <laughs> God is calling. That is a real life. <laughs> uh, but but the, when we're looking for our chosen family, we can weed those people out. We can be like, huh, when I'm with that person, it feels really hard to like be in a conversation. But when I'm with Molly, wow, like we yeah. have differences, but like there's a back and forth. Um, yeah. and, and so we can find like the people that we feel most authentic with, most real with. And, yeah. and going back to that phrase of like difference is what brings us together. When I think about my handful of chosen friends, family, you know, my inner circle, the, that word reciprocity, authenticity is really ripe in that circle, but so is difference. You know, um, yeah. a lot of my closest friends are refugees. A lot of them are from other countries or their ancestors or, or um, you know, parents are from other countries. And there's something really intriguing to me about difference, you know, that, of being with people that are unlike my own, because yeah. it makes me want to get to know their story and their history and how they grew up this way or why they eat this thing for breakfast or, you know, this color means this to them and their culture, you know, uh, how we learn about each we, other. We, we totally, totally, love, you know, generations. And then we get to pick and choose and define our identity day by day. You know, what we wear is, is art, how we paint our nails is art, how we style our hair is art. And, um, you know, recently I've been saying this phrase that you are the artist of your life. And I imagine that would resonate with you, Molly, being an artist, but it's something that I've been, you know, sharing, especially with the women in prison, you are the artist of your life and that every day we're, we're painting our landscape, we're painting our minds and, um, it's something that I think of in terms of the beauty of change that we, if there's a willingness to show up and work on a relationship, your chosen family, or, you know, you're born into family, yeah. uh, that, that things can get deeper and they can get richer, but there has to be a willingness from both parties. And yeah. I think, you know, in my, in my born into family, 
I've found myself extending energy, extending energy. And I usually extend three to five times. And then I have to say something out loud of like, you know what? I'm exhausted from working on this and I, I just can't give any more and the yeah. door is open. Yeah. And then that's, that's really when I test out the reciprocity. If they don't come knock, knock, knocking. I know. I was like, that's perfect timing. <laughs> you know, th then, then actually I'm like, then there really was no relationship to begin with. And then there's a part of me that can kind of begin to release that person or that idea of, wow, I thought we were going to be this. Yeah. And instead I wanted something that they didn't want. Yeah. Like that's, that's useful and hurtful information, but, um, yeah, I've been, hey, yeah, you know, for sure. Um, but I do think you get to a point where it's just like exhausting the giving and then not having, um, that relationship, um, be a give and take because it is a seesaw, you know, it is, there are times where say Nikki, you're really like doing really well and yeah, things are good. And you've got lots of energy and motivation. And then I'm down here like, uh, you know, and then, but then that's how you balance each other out though, too. And cause you know, you reach out. Cause I mean, let's face it. We all have times where we're like, it's harder to reach out to people. Cause if you're not motivated to do your own stuff, let alone reach out to other people. But then I learned today, actually in a class that I'm taking about how self-esteem is one thing that really helps with self-esteem is and kind of getting outside of yourself is reaching out to someone else and even just like giving in a little small way and Nikki I know you do with your with you know your nonprofit, and it's amazing um and and it is incredible the feeling like the overall warmth that like radiates through my body when I give to someone else is just amazing um and I think that that if we can all sort of, or if we could all do that in some small way, it would be amazing what changes we could make in the world. Um, You're here to that. It, it's, uh, it, it makes me think like when I'm usually feeling the worst mm. or the hardest on myself, if I take the time to do one thing for someone else, then I'm better for it. And sometimes all I can do is just send a text message, you know, yeah, and be sure. before I'm picking up a kid. Um, but sure. it's true. And when I think back to all the times you've reached out Molly or, and said, Hey, can you talk? Or, or I feel like I've said, Hey, this weekend's going to be nuts. I, I might need to call you. Yeah. Um, or, or even today I was walking with a friend and in, you know, the first couple minutes of our little neighborhood walk, she started crying and said, I just, I'm feeling so blue. And, you know, of course, when I feel blue, I go through the Rolodex of my life and think about all the ways I've failed in my life. And then, then I go down that road, you know, and I sort of laughed because, you know, I found it both painful and amusing. And I said, yeah, where should we even begin with that? <laughs> you know, and then there was oh, laughter, yeah. uh, laughter where, cause we could all go down, down that road of like, yeah, all the ways we failed in our life. That would be a long list for me. But you know the beauty that came from you all being authentic isn't yeah, that right. exactly it's yes it, and, it, then, yeah, and then and then the, the the literal path of like and then we turned the corner the actual yeah. corner of the street yeah. and the corners of our mind and the corners yeah. of your life that you're not the failure that you might believe you are in that moment so it, it's yeah. it's that the seesaw that we keep talking to molly of like yeah. to, to be accountable to be 
um, reciprocity to be able to receive, oh man, you're so low today. Well, let me like lift you up because I've got a little bit more energy today to, to be the support. Yeah. Um, and, the, and the days that you can't, you know, then we trade yeah. back and forth. And I think that's what a healthy relationship is, whether it's a chosen one or one you're born into. And, and what I noticed is, is I can feel that I'm pretty intuitive and emotional intelligence. I think about, I read about a lot yeah. is that if I don't get that from anyone, the one I'm born into or the one I'm choosing, then I've only got so much energy to like sit on the seesaw with you before I walk away and play on something else. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know, that, that's yeah. it, right? That we, we, so cho- we choose them. Yeah. 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 And I think that one of the, the best ways to, um, the, the reason why relationships are so special and so wonderful is just like a, with a therapist, you like, I don't know about you, but when I leave my therapist, I feel like a million bucks. I feel, mm-hmm. I always feel amazing. And especially when you have a connection with a, with someone, but, um, I think just being able to get your, your words out of your head, <laughs> Exactly. You know, is emotions, whatever it might be. I think it's just being able to say, this is what I'm going through right now. Like even you, Nikki, coming on here and saying, I kind of have the blues today, like the Monday blues, but it's Tuesday, you know, (laughs) and and being, being able to share that with me and being able to get it out and say, you know, how am I going to work through this? Like, these are the things that um, help, or these are the things. and, And maybe I have suggestions in those moments I didn't necessarily today, but, um, you know, it's just, I think that that's very healing in relationships. I do too. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And, and, you know, even like a colander things drain through, sift through, Mm -hmm. I I think that that's gotta be true with our relationships too, that we've got to let things like run off of us. And that sometimes those are just like feeling situations and yeah. sometimes those are, sometimes those are people, you know what? Cause yeah. there's more people that are going to step into your circle as other people fall away. Yeah. Um, true. So, so true. Just to put that out there that, that I think relationships are full of both love and loss and pain and beauty yeah. and a whole lot of change. <laughs> a whole lot of change in that. I, yeah. I, I heard and someone say recently, it's true. We're always growing, changing. I heard someone say recently, um, oh, I wish things could go back to the way they used to be. Mm. And I thought about that for a while. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't even think that's true with our world or my dog or yeah. the, my, my cup of coffee. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like we can't go back to the way things used to be. We're always moving forward. And so in moving forward, in whatever relationship you're thinking about, if you're listening to this, how are you going to step forward and find more healing in your relationship? I think that's a good question to sit upon. And, you know, um, I love it, Nikki. And this was one thing that it's just like a little blurb from a My Angelo continue that mm. poem. Um, it says, continue to remind the people that each is as good as the other and that no one is beneath nor above you. And I think about this because I think about, I was really hesitant to come on here and talk about like the family that you were born into versus the, you know, the the relationships you choose because I love my family. And I also love the people that are, you know, the people that I've chosen and I've I've still chosen my family because they are very much a big part of my life and still very special to me. Um, But I think that it's just this, this, um, 
understanding that we're we are all sort of on this level plane yeah. and we are no one's like above or below you and it's just that we're all learning and growing together and it's like just appreciating the differences appreciating um the similarities and continuing to I'm a social butterfly so I love to meet new people and to learn and grow yeah. um yeah yeah no, I, lo I, I love that and that and that maybe our circles are are only so big, but just because yeah. one you're close to one person doesn't mean there's dislike or hate or anything sure. for another exactly. another person. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, and and it, and it's that idea I think too, Molly, that you have in what you shared, my Angela's words, to see people with love, to meet people where they're at, sure. um, and to recognize they can either step closer or they can step back or they can step sideways, and that we're all doing that all the time. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I love you. I love you too, Nikki. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Send us some questions, and uh, and maybe ne next time we meet, we'll jump into coping strategies with relationships. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Love that. All right. Bye, Take care. Bye.